0: You're listening to the Grinding in Grace podcast, episode number 10. I'm your host, Cassandra Robinson, a 31-year-old Mexican-American woman, entrepreneur, creative, and Jesus lover, learning to navigate this crazy yet beautiful thing we call life, one journal entry and cup of tea at a time. I created the Grinding in Grace podcast as a place of surrender While the world is calling us to do more and to be more, the Lord is calling us to choose the one thing that is necessary, and that is sitting at the feet of our dear and precious Lord Jesus. But how can we do this when there are so many things vying for our attention? From our cell phones to our families and our ever-growing to-do list, it seems that the call to be still is constantly overshadowed by the ding of our social media notifications. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. It's an invitation to choose grace over grind. It's about stealing those few minutes before the kids wake up to have quiet time and choosing to sing with grace in our hearts to the Lord throughout our day. Because the truth is, the human life is a grind, one filled with many ordinary and mundane tasks. But this life was ordained by God for our safekeeping and transformation. And every single day, we have a choice, a choice to either carry it out in our own strength or to rest in the one who is grace itself. My hope is that you would join me in choosing the latter. Let's get started. Happy 2021, everybody. We made it to the new year. That in itself is a feat. So please, Pat yourself on the back, hug a neighbor, a friend, a family member. We made it to 2021. 2020 was a year none of us could have ever expected. A global pandemic that completely flipped our lives and worlds upside down, literally. But now we've been given a new year, a fresh start to make what we want happen, happen. And I think that's some powerful stuff. As a believer, as a Christian, I believe in both predestination and free will. And in this episode, I want to chat with you about the power of choice, but also trusting in the Lord's sovereign arrangement for all of our circumstances, as well as, of course, I'd love to share my New Year goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call them, uh, Focused efforts to make my dreams become a reality, all the while looking to the Lord, checking in with him in my mingled spirit to know, hey, is this what he wants? So let's get into it. As I mentioned, as a believer, I believe in both predestination and free will. Ephesians 1.4 says that he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless, blameless in his sight. And he also chose us for go, good works, which, we, he, which he planned beforehand. And at the same time, we've been given a, a free will to choose him, to accept him into our hearts as our, as our savior. And that's how I'm viewing this new year, really. A time of taking account for what I did last year, what went well, what didn't go well, how I obeyed the Lord in some, and how I overcame In some areas, and really how I didn't. And this was something recently shared in a message that while New Year's celebrations are typically brought in with fireworks and parties and celebrations, part of being a Christian is also seeing the world situation for what it is and having a contrite spirit before the Lord to really pray about the condition of the world and also our condition, really, and our lack of obedience to him and how there are so many still unsaved people, sinners, and really our, our, our lack of obedience to what he wants to carry out. And that really convicted me because, you know, we know that ultimately the Lord's on the throne and he will get what he's after and he will get what he's his goal to accomplish on the earth, to defeat Satan, his enemy, to get his bride all those things will happen, but also we have a free will to choose to participate and to join ourselves to the Lord in, his, in carrying out His economy. And I think that's a really critical piece to our Christian life. I got into a conversation with a Calvinist over LinkedIn, and he said he did not believe in man's free will. And pointed to a voice verse in R- Romans nine that actually indicates that the Lord will save who He will save. He will have compassion on who He whom He will have compassion on, and that's absolutely true. And sometimes a word can seem contradictory in a sense, but it's you know it's not. If we didn't have a choice to choose Him, then we would just be like robots, right? Like we could just a click of a snap of a finger a blink of an eye, we can all just be forced to love him. But that's not true love if there's no choice to love him. So I think if you take out the free will piece, it becomes Christianity and becomes a house of cards. That's that's our ability to choose him and not just in our salvation eternally, but also every day we have a choice to open to him to desire the things that are on his heart, to ask him to come in, to make home. Like, that's part of our choice. If we just were saved and never again came to the Lord and chose not to share the gospel with him, I mean, we could essentially have a life of an unbeliever. Uh, and I don't think that that that's the Lord's will either. And it's not that I think that or not. Really, I, that's what the gospels say. That's what the Word of God says. We would go into preach the gospel to the whole inhabited earth, and then the end will come. This is a directive the Lord gave to His disciples. So, going into this new year, um, I am excited for this fresh start, for a new beginning, to really dive deep into the Word of God, into prayer, into a regular cadence of prayer, of reading of seeking him in, in my personal time with him. And currently Keaton and I don't have children. So I have more time than I would if I did, although I am building a business and running my own business. So that does take a lot of mental energy time, time um, for sure. But this is what I want to put at the forefront. And I am saying that as a public display of accountability on my podcast is that this is my heart and I believe that this is the Lord's heart for all of his believers is to have a renewed, fresh touch with him, a fresh consecration to him and to his heart's desires and really ask him what's on his heart, what he wants. Because for for many of us, it's all about us. I mean, for me, for sure, right? It's all about what Cassie wants to do and what, what her aspirations are, what her goals and dreams are and while we can absolutely have our own goals and dreams and desires and hopes for sure god put put those there i think that as we grow and in our spiritual walk with the lord it would become more about lord what do you want what is on your heart what do you want to accomplish in me and through me do that i want you to to do that And that takes dying to the self. And I want to talk about this for a little bit because I always thought that dying to the self was something of a drudgery, something I had to carry out like, oh, that doesn't sound enjoyable at all. But recently I realized that actually dying to the self is simply enjoying the Lord. By enjoying the Lord in his word and in fellowship, there is automatic death to the self. And that is so much simpler than trying to carry out death yourself you can't you can't put yourself on the cross we'll say that okay so that's my hope um vision for the big this brand new year the beginning of this year is that the lord would really head up all of our endeavors in our business in our marriage in our church life that he would have the first place that he would become our best and our first love I started a one-year Bible reading challenge. This is one of my top three goals for the year. I got a new Bible from my Secret Santa, actually. I put it on my Secret Santa list, and I'm really excited that I got it. And it has a one-year Bible reading challenge in the back of the book. It's from this company called She Reads Truth, and it's really actually a pretty Bible and has a lot of Pretty colors and quotes, Bible verses in it. And I know it's not about having pretty things, but anyways, it makes it makes me want to read it, so that helps. <laughs> and honestly, guys, even this it's only been eight days since I've been in the word, reading the word consistently. There's four, it's broken up into months and then days, and you're expected to read four chapters a day. One in Genesis, Matthew, Ezra, and Acts. That's all for the month of January. And it's just been so watering just to read through the Bible, just to read it. No agenda, um, no real expectation. But there is definite watering when you just come to read the Word. Just like Ephesians five says that she would be cleansed by the washing of the water in God's Word. It's exactly what am I what I am experiencing by simply reading the Word of God. There is a cleansing, a sanctification. In my mind, in my soul, and even old things are actually coming up because of it. Like old things that I haven't thought of, and just being purged and put on put on the cross that it, where it has been and where it should be. Um. So I want to encourage you as as believers or as seekers, wherever you are in your walk with the Lord, to just pick up the the Bible and just read it. Don't worry about having to understand every word and the historical points of reference i mean you can there's definitely time for that but when you're when you're reading just to read just allow it to penetrate you and wash you and sanctify you that has been really encouraging for me my second new year's resolution actually is to shepherd at least 3 people in their walk with the lord so that could be a couple and a friend that could be uh, a couple friends, a family member, whatever. I do have some names in mind actually that I are on my heart that I'm constantly following up with or praying for. Maybe not as constant and consistent as I should be, but anyways, we're working on it. They, these people have been written on my heart though, for sure. There's no doubt about that. And I just notice when I am worried or anxious about what's going on in my life. The best thing to mitigate that anxiety and that stress is to care for other people, to reach out to other people, to connect with other people. So, you know, it can be more than three people. It's not like a hard and fast number. It's just something that I'd like to put on my goal board and my vision board for the year that I want to um, make it a point to reach out intentionally and spend time with at least three people and shepherd them in their walk with the Lord. Meaning it could be getting a cup of coffee. It could be reading a chapter in a book, which actually I am going to start reading The All-Inclusive Christ. I would encourage you all to check out that book on lsm.org, ministry books, All-Inclusive Christ. So this really just helps align and get my mind right, when, especially when I'm overwhelmed with building the business and have you know, so many things going on. It just takes the pressure, it takes the focus off myself and onto other people. So that is my second goal of the year. So we're going right into these New Year's goals after I kind of introduced you to what my reflections are for this year. My third goal, I was kind of debating on what the third goal should be and it's a little bit more up in the air, but... My third goal is to go all in, you guys, just to go all in, burn the boats, burn the bridges, and go all in into building out this Grinding and Grace brand, creating regular content for YouTube, podcasts, blog, and just really being strategic and showing up and sharing my message, which is really the Lord's message of hope and love and encouragement in the Lord. This this podcast was actually created for that specific purpose. I wanted to encourage women of faith from all walks of life to learn to love themselves just as God created them. That is my hope. That is why I am talking to you right now on this podcast. That's why I am want to show up more regularly on social media is because I know from personal experience from someone who suffered from low self-esteem, lack of confidence for well over 15 years, that this prevents you from stepping into your God-given gifts, your talents that he has called you to use and to glorify him with. I want to give you practical tools and resources to overcome those deep fears and insecurities and become that woman that you've always wanted to be Especially those creative faith based entrepreneurs out there who have this call to show up, whether it's on video, or you like, you enjoy writing, blogging, just being in a part of a production, acting, that's been put in you by the Lord. And your struggle, and my struggle with insecurity and self doubt really prevents you from showing up in that space. And so I want to develop this Grinding and Grace brand. As a way to encourage people of faith. And I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to monetize this all. Honestly, I've tried to build a business that was just focused on making money and it wasn't satisfying to me. So I really am doing the opposite and trusting in the Lord's sovereignty, knowing that if we seek first the kingdom, all these things shall be added. As Christians, we have some, you know, pretty religious concepts of what we should do and should not do. And one of them is that we shouldn't be maybe in the entertainment industry or the media industry, um, that it's, you know, in the world. And I was talking with a fellow content creator and Jesus lover as well, who was struggling getting started. She knows she wants to be a copywriter, writer, composer. She wants to published her book, but she struggled with this idea of being in part of the entertainment industry. And a brother released her by letting her know that she is in the world anyways, and that what really matters is that she brings the Christ that she's been enjoying to the meetings. That's really helpful, and I hope that's something that can help free you from any concepts that you have about being a creative person and showing up in that space sharing your gift with others to inspire, to encourage and uplift others, and ultimately to glorify the Lord. It's important to be freed from that. That's something I've been chained up by for many years, that I should be and do something else that's more quote-unquote accepted. And I've tried the office jobs and... (laughs) I've tried corporate America, and it hadn't—it wasn't working out. I kept coming up against these toxic workplace environments and negative um, belittling bosses that were totally demotivating and not empowering at all. So here I am. I'm finding myself at 31 years old, without a job, without a traditional job figuring out what does the Lord want me to do. I've always enjoyed writing. I've always enjoyed performing. I loved doing plays when I was little. I loved reflect reflecting. I'm a very reflective person and really I'm quite introverted. And so I want to, this year, really throw myself into these creative pursuits to see what comes of it. My husband has given me that space to do that. We he has a great job at supporting us. I am making some money doing some coaching. So that's a piece of this business as well. Those of you out there who are listening and need someone to support you in your journey of becoming a creative kingdom entrepreneur, that is something I'd love to support you with. I am working um, with a couple of clients, one in particular who owns a beauty business. And she also has the goal of building out her coaching practice and using it as a way to share the gospel. So the Lord has afforded the opportunity to work with other creative kingdom entrepreneurs and help them get started. I'm your help you get started, girl. I'm your help you get started, coach. I'm just here to help you get started, to get over that hump of, hey, I don't know how to, I don't know where to start, I don't know who to look to. All you have to do is honestly just get started. Start writing the blog. No one might be looking right now, or maybe only your friends are reading your blog, but that's okay. Just get started. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. Just get started. And these are the type of resources I'm going to start creating on my blog, on my podcast, and my YouTube channel to help you get started creating content for his kingdom and get over that initial hump of being scared to get started. And also feel free to reach out to me at Cassie at grindingandgrace.com and check out my website, grindingandgrace.com. It is still in the works, but I'm okay to show you at its early stages and let you know, hey, you got to start somewhere. (laughs) Lastly, my word of the year is freedom. I was considering what word to choose for this year I thought of enjoyment, love, freedom last year. My word was surrender, and I think that's still applicable right now, to just surrender completely to the Lord's will. Just whatever you want to do, Lord, do it. Do it in me. And I don't want to be, you know, prevent you from carrying out your will. Freedom came up in me because we are blocked by so many things, what people think self-doubt, self-sabotaging behaviors, our self-limiting beliefs, all these things that prevent us from being our best self and also from from entering into the enjoyment of the Lord. So I really just want to use that word as a North Star as my guiding light, freedom. You are free to just be you. You are free to enjoy, to love to be loved and you don't have to do anything to earn it because we are already inherently deserving of his love because of what he has accomplished on the cross and not because of what we have done. So that is my word of the year. And I'm really excited to start this year off in a place of abundance. We, Kate and I just hit our six year anniversary, December 28th. And we just bought our first home about six months ago. And we both feel like we've come to a place that we've been wanting to arrive for a while. And I'm just excited for this year to give back because I know what it is to live on food stamps and live at your parents' house and not have very good job prospects coming out of college and getting you know, $15, $20 an hour job offers for jobs that you could have done without a degree. (laughs) So I am excited for this year to really support others in their journey of rising up and coming to a place where they can be happy, healthy, and thriving. And I want to encourage you that you have that opportunity too, and that it really starts in the mind. I will be talking more on this topic in episodes to come on the power of your mindset, the way you speak to yourself and what are some practical exercises for you to begin implementing now to begin transforming and rewiring your mind so that it is a tool for you to use to reach your goals and not to beat yourself up. But for now, I want to thank you for listening to this episode And I would love to hear what your New Year's resolutions, goals, dreams are for 2021. And as always, keep enjoying the Lord and grinding in grace. Talk to you soon, beautiful people. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grinding in Grace podcast. If you did, please go headed over to the Apple iTunes app and leave a comment or review. This is still a very new venture and journey for me. So I'd love to hear your tips, what you would like to hear more about what you're currently struggling with in your walk with the Lord and could you support on. Also you can feel free to reach me on LinkedIn at Cassandra Robinson. Also, head over to my website, grindingandgrace.com where I have a couple resources for you like journaling prompts and a one-page devotional to help you get started in the morning with your quiet time. Or just shoot me an email at cassie at grindingandgrace.com. Thank you all so much. Until next time, keep loving him and enjoying him in the grind.